Hi folks, how you doing? This is Johnny here with Music Seeds. I just want to give you a heads up that three quarters of the way through this podcast, there was an audio issue, so you'll notice the mic change in that. I do apologize for that. Otherwise, um, I hope you have a good sense of humor. There is quite a bit of sarcasm in this podcast, so please do not take everything so seriously. Again, this is with my cousin Samuel from the Fuddy Farm. I do hope you enjoy it. Hi, this is Johnny. I'm your host, and you are listening to Music Seeds. The music that made us. Yeah. Do you remember the first concert you ever went to? It's, yet again, it's hard to say, because, I mean, I, I saw Johnny Cash and fucking... Uh, uh, Willie Nelson and the Monkees and shit when I was a, when I was a kid with my parents. Yeah, I know, isn't that fucking awesome? So I mean, we would go to like Burlington Days or the Fair yeah. or. Uh, but the first concert that I paid money for and went to by myself would have been uh, Green Day Insomniac tour. Wow! So it was one of the one of the first concerts at uh, the Mark. Wow. Not like the way first, but yeah. in the first couple of years for sure. I mean, yeah. it wasn't the Neil Diamond show. And I that was the only show I think I ever worked. You worked at the Mark back then. Before when you it went first, to when it first opened up, I went. And I did had a tour shirt from the Neil Diamond show that I would wear yeah. to work. I actually I saw him. He walked by me and everything, and yeah, that was the, I did that, and then I moved shortly because I was working for the music store, and I was like, I knew that I didn't want to do that. You know, I didn't want to do. Um, I've thought about being an usher or like a work at the the Adler, just yeah. so you get to watch free shows and. Well, now uh, as an adult, I can see that you know, like it'd be nice little. That's my. I idea. see why it's a bunch of old ladies, but I don't know. Like, yeah. it's I really enjoy like when there's a little old lady like fucking tearing my ticket and selling me like Primus merch and stuff. <laughs> like after listening to like the the opening band and stuff and like fucking some weird fucking band. Memories, man. Fucking like I. the corner of my eye. That's a good one to have at Green Day and Sonic. That was a big album for them. Do you remember who opened up for them, by chance? I just throw I that. should, but no, I yeah. don't. Yeah. And you've been to a lot of shows, though. You've been, I've been to a, a few. I mean, I... You've been to some really good shows, to be honest. You just went and saw the Eagles. Oh, yeah, I just went and saw the Eagles over the weekend on Saturday night, and then yeah. got up and drove home as fast as I could, uh, changed my shirt and put on fresh deodorant and took a shit, and then jumped into my buddy's car... And drove to Galesburg to see to see Pokey Lafarge, and that was really good too. So inside of thirty six hours, I spent like twelve hours in a car and saw six hours of concert. Yeah. You saw Roger Waters a couple times. I was gonna go see him last year during the pandemic, yes. and they canceled it. And those shows are amazing. They are. I got a got a poster like like you've got for the last one. Yeah. Um, I wish I would have got a Primus poster when I saw them three times ago. How many times have you seen them? I can't remember how many times I've seen Les Claypool. Four or five. Yeah, yeah. So well, I missed out seeing him with fucking uh, Sean Lennon in Iowa City at fucking that just at a fucking that. random bar. A buddy of mine went and didn't even Delirium or something. Le- Claypool Lennon Delirium. Yep. Yeah. Say, I I I could have gone. Shove, could have. I mean, I just didn't even know he was going. He's like, a wife and kids and a farm, so like, <laughs> I'm like, just fucking tell me if you're going. Like, I'm like, well, fucking, we live in Iowa. I'll find some meth and we'll just fucking we'll just do it, man. <laughs> like, I don't need to go to sleep. 
He's joking, audience. He's joking. I talk a big game, <laughs> but yeah. oh man, I I felt how old I was this weekend. It was. Yeah. Cause, I mean, I I worked Saturday morning, so I mean, I got up at three in the morning yeah. on Saturday, worked for uh, like seven hours, yeah. came home, fucking cleaned up, uh, jumped in the car, drove to Minneapolis. Uh, ordered some sushi, picked it up, came back, got my wife and uh, my sister and my in-laws, uh-huh. went to the concert, and then uh, got got back from the concert, uh, tucked those drunkies into bed, and yeah. then... Uh, You're back off again? I didn't drink at the show because I was being a DD for them. Yeah. Was not a thousand percent sober. I, I was California sober, <laughs> I <I'd> like to say. <laughs> there you go. I like that. That's a good one. Yeah, and then when I got done with the Pokey Lafarge concert, I got home at 11.30, and then I had to get up at 3 again to mm-hmm. go to work again. Yeah. For just a fucking shit oh, show. Oh, man. So you caught up in that rest that night when you and got Start up. supporting local businesses and quit ordering shit on fucking line, you guys. <laughs> I don't need that much job security. I work <laughs> at, a, at a large box uh, delivery company. Yeah, that says enough right there. So I'm going to transition back into music again. Smooth transition. Yeah, yeah there you go. I'm good at doing that. It's just the smooth transistor here. You need to um, have like a record drop that you can just fucking scratch <laughs> when you do that. <laughs> Find like a sacrificial record. This is the thing I think that happens when you become adults. And this is what I talk What's about. that? You pay taxes until you die? <laughs> is that we our, our music taste changes again. We kind of go into like, you know... We go into like a different kind of like array of sounds, or we kind of spread out our sounds, you know. I don't know that I completely agree with that. I mean, there's new music comes out, and every once in a while, I'll mm-hmm. listen to it. Like, I haven't. There's some of those Bill, Billy Eilish. What's what's her name? Billy Eilish. Billy Eilish. Yeah. I didn't not like that. I haven't watched uh, the Disney special yet. When you guys left, I don't know if you were just going to have a special episode about uh, musicals, and that's why you didn't mention no, 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 on no. your soundtrack episode. But We were going to go down this. Before we talked about this, you said that you listened to those episodes. Wait, what, what were some of the soundtracks that you were thinking about? Oh, shit, Johnny. Let me get the list out, man. Let's see. What did I write down? Uh, for uh, oh, Right here for soundtracks on the top, I can't remember which one of your co-hosts it was. It was like, I didn't want to write down anything that I haven't seen. I eventually did see this movie, mm-hmm. but... At the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. I uh, bought uh, Harry Nilsson's The Point on, on CD, mm-hmm. which is a great soundtrack and a great cartoon. Anybody with children, it's on Amazon Prime. You should definitely uh, be watching this. Ringo Starr narrates it. Harry Nilsson wrote all the songs. Beautiful songs. My kids know all the words. Uh, oh. Just uh, YouTube, uh, what's the, the one song? Uh, I'm about a, a teardrop... Uh, falling into the sink and going into the ocean where it's eaten by some fishes, it's eaten by a whale, yeah. until the whale decomposes and its basic elements are returned to the ocean where it comes out of a faucet and uh, goes through your body and becomes a teardrop and then starts all over again. The circle of life. Yeah. Very Much cool. like uh, the Disney movie Lion King that was mentioned, but wasn't on my <laughs> list. So... Remember I mentioned in Disney movies, yeah. the, the two that popped into my head were Lilo and Stitch because of Elvis, and we're pretty big Elvis fans at my house, yeah. and my daughter, I don't know if, like, it's gotta be because of us, but I, I feel like it's because of Lilo and Stitch. Yeah. She just fucking loves Elvis songs. Yeah. And then the newest uh, Disney movie, which maybe the best fucking soundtrack I've heard, and I don't know when, yeah. is Cruella. Have you watched it yet? Everybody's been talking about this. Oh my god, it's like goddamn, it's like a fucking music video. Yeah. And which, 
I'll let that tie right into um, the Marvel stuff you're talking about. I remember them saying Guardians of the Galaxy. I wasn't going to put that on my list because it was basically just that's what it was. But yeah. that's kind of a Tom Gunn thing anyways. Yeah. It's like that new uh, Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad. And even that the first Suicide Squad, I've, I've still never managed to watch that whole thing. I don't know why. Yeah, I feel like these movies are kind of stealing cred with money. The movies are still end up being good. They're fucking good movies. Like I'm yeah. not like shitting on fucking Iron Man or anything. The Iron Man Two soundtrack is all ACDC songs. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's like, well, no shit. People are gonna like that. Who doesn't yeah. fucking love it? greatest yeah. hits of ACDC? Yeah, but I gotta admit, shoot the thrill um, scene in that movie is one of my favorite scenes of that it's movie. It's fucking good. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, the. And Zack Snyder made my list with Watchmen. Yes. For the Watchmen soundtrack. That's a great soundtrack. And I mean, and those ones are, I mean, they run the gambit. You got fucking Nina Simone on there, and you got Mm -hmm. Bob Dylan, and fucking Jimi Hendrix, and Mm -hmm. fucking, uh, uh, who's the the guy who sings Hallelujah? Leonard Cohen. Leonard Cohen, yeah. And there's more on there. Yeah. Um, But. Those are some good choices there. What else? Yeah, like the, the Avengers movie, like. Uh, it was funny that at one point you guys distinguished between uh, soundtracks and scores yes. because I was listening to, I can't remember if it was Ed Game or uh, Infinity Wars, and I ordered the one of the soundtracks for that. Uh-huh. I was all excited. I can't remember what the fucking song was I wanted off of it. But it was all score. It was all fucking Alan Silvestri. <laughs> 27 songs of Alan Silvestri. Yeah. And I'm like, he ain't no Hans Zimmer. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. We're going to bring up that too that you seen Hans Zimmer I did it was it was uh, kind of a weird thing um my dad had uh watched a morning show or the today show some fucking broadcast talking head show in the morning like yeah, yeah. like coffee chat or something and th- this guy was uh, talking about the Hans Zimmer show and how grown men were crying because uh, at the show and my dad's like wow what the fuck is this He's like, grown men are crying, I'm interested in this, and he fucking was telling me about it. I'm like, I never really paid attention to to who did the fucking score for uh, Gladiator, or yeah. Top Gun, or fucking the Trolls, or, or the Batman movies, or yeah. Inception, or uh, what's We're that? talking about later day, day Batman, too, not early day Batman. Yeah, but also on my soundtrack list that you guys didn't mention was uh, Batman Forever. Mm-hmm. Fucking killer soundtrack. Yeah, Kiss from like, Rose. Oh, man. <laughs> Except for Kiss from yeah, Rose. I know, I was going to do this. And, uh, yeah, doing and even the U2 song on there, yeah. the Shoot Me, Kill Me, Thrill Me. Yeah. Those are fucking not But no, good. there's some other good shit. Oh, shot. my God. Yeah, the yeah. fucking Method Man's Riddler yeah. is fucking... And then in retrospect, now knowing what a big comic book fan he is, yeah, like it makes sense that he could fucking write a fucking kill ass fucking yeah. and I mean I guess I was into Wu-Tang before I knew I was into Wu-Tang because yeah. I liked that song back in 93 when the movie came out that's one thing about Wu-Tang people don't realize is that with all those guys in that band their eclectic taste in pop culture is amazing like that's why I think I love RZA so much too because of his love for martial arts you know real love for martial well, arts well I mean all of them were I mean that's yeah. what they would in New York like they would have all those <coughs> UHF channels and stuff mm-hmm and they have a large Chinese population, and like they have yeah. a large fucking everything population in New mm-hmm. York. We were talking at work about um, the Dave Chappelle show and the whole um, where they're uh, doing the draft. Remember that episode where they're doing the draft for the race? 
No. Oh, yeah, and, and the that, Chinese people <laughs> take the Rizzo the Jizzo. No, we are taking the Wu-Tang. <laughs> well, this is an obvious choice. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a good one. Yeah. Oh, what was the upset in that? I don't even remember. Oh, I don't know. But that, I just think that's so cool that, you know, that that they were able to pay homage to, you know, anyway. And know what, what, who, who made that movie, uh, 200 Cigarettes? Remember that movie? Is that, yeah. That, that, that Linkletter. Who is that? Oh, God, J- Jarmosh. Oh, yeah, Jim Jarmish. Jarmish, yeah. And say Rizza's in that, yeah. drinking fucking coffee with and Bill cigarettes with Bill Murray. Yeah. Is that, the whole thing is in that, I haven't seen that in so long, because, I mean, I remember that fucking uh, Iggy Pop is in that cafe, and yeah. so is, uh, oh, it's, so not, it's not Van Morrison, what the fuck is that dude's name? It's how I know we get it. old, or maybe I got the brain fog from the COVID. <laughs> We're living in a post-COVID world, guys. Yeah, but no, I, I haven't seen that in a long time too. And that's a true indie movie. Oh yeah, it's a. It's but with the cast, so you would never think that. But are the cast of people that are in that movie? But it's just it's it's a great. Um, Is that the same one with Martha Plimpton? And it's like her birthday. God damn, I haven't seen that movie in forever. Is there a certain song or album that you hold very dear to yourself that you've never let go? Like, um, is there a certain like song that? It gets to you. Like, it's one of those songs that you're like, this this song kind of portrays my emotions in life. It's more like, like moods and stuff. It's like, yeah. it's, it is never not a good time to listen to the A Touch of Schmielsen in the Night. It's a good make-out album. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know. The, the, it depends on the mood. Cause I mean, it's like, I listen to uh, Bob Marley albums and... You know what I mean? It's like, I remember when I got, like, the Foo Fighters album and just listened to that all the fucking time. Yeah. And uh, he just drops his book this week. Oh yeah, yeah, storyteller or whatever. So it's saying like cake and silver chair. I remember listening to those a lot. Uh Um, You get them for the like the 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 the, you got the cake album for the distance, and it's like that's like my fucking least favorite song. That album is amazing. Almost like every song on that is a fucking killer, and I always skip the distance. Yeah, I don't know if it's the my that I just hate pop music. Yeah, no, I don't like. I don't hate pop. No, music, when you hear something so much and it's it saturated, just, and there's so much other good content that they had out, and people don't oh realize yeah, like that. friend is a four letter word, uh-huh. stick shifts and safety belts, Italian leather sofa. Yeah. So that's the way I feel about Soul Coffee too. I think Soul Coffee's you know like up there with Cake with me. They're like one of these bands that you know. I think if you if I was to recommend any like music that what's the word? I don't want to use alternative, but because um, alternative is so passe now. I mean it's. It's just, as far as like... Yeah, it's like it, an alternative to what? Yeah, exactly. There's so many different genres of that now is what I mean. Everything is fucking alternative music. Everything is like fucking deep yeah. cuts, like yeah. How niche markets. Yeah. As far as songwriting with music goes, those two bands, I think, are, you know... They need to be like these bands that um get the notoriety that they hopefully will someday, you know, as far like as Harry like... Like Nielsen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like hopefully uh, one yeah. day he'll make it in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He will. I mean, as of right now, he's scheduled to get in in like 2027... So, I mean, he's not alive to see it. Hopefully his kids will still be alive to see it. It'll probably depend on who's getting the royalty checks. Well, then. but then, like, people get snubbed every year, and I'm, like, surprised that they get snubbed because somebody newer gets in. Yeah, it's probably, like... Is there a style of music, though, that you yeah, you have not listened to that you would maybe give it a shot? A style of music that I haven't listened to? That you want to, like, maybe I'll dive into that because I've heard maybe one or two songs. And... Well, I mean, then I would have heard it, but it's... Uh... No, like, stuff that you might... That's different, like a genre that you're not used to. No, okay. I mean, I listen right. to a lot of, uh, what do they call it? Is it alternative bluegrass or uh, punk bluegrass? I don't know. I listen to, oh, wow. I listen to 
weird punk bluegrass. Name a punk bluegrass. I don't, I don't know, know if it's really punk. This have like a punk mentality. Yeah, yeah. There's a name for it. Like like your Yonder Mountain string band kind of. Uh-huh. But they're more of a jam band spring. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, bluegrass band, but like I listen to, them, yeah. to Mountain Sprout and okay, uh, okay. Uh, I was a big Woodbox gang for a, a I'm mean, still a fan of them, but Hugh, yeah. Hugh Neil had to. He's actually uh, from right around, not too far from here, from Carbondale, Illinois. Yeah. yeah. Uh, is he still doing music? I hope he still is doing music, but uh, he's not with the Woodbox gang. Broke up when he yeah. had to go to prison for uh, for fraud, I guess. This has an autobiographical album about it, uh, Confidence Man. Uh, I think they've made a documentary about him. Holy shit, didn't yeah. know any of this. Yeah, he was scamming old people out of money oh, fuck uh, yeah. in small towns. Yeah. Well, That's, There's a whole movie out there now. About people like, just don't like to feel stupid, and then they don't like to lose their money, and they don't tell anybody. Yeah, until it happens to you. Um, where do you see music going in the near future? Is it? I mean, it's just so cross-bred now. What else is there to do? I mean, it... They're, it's so democratized now. I mean, it's the invention of, of sampling and like all these computer synthesizers that they, the kids are doing, like the Billy Ellish and stuff. Yeah. Her brother does all that shit in his fucking bedroom. Yeah. Uh, Pro Tools. Yeah. The last big fucking advance before that would have been like fucking like record sampling, and before that would have been mm-hmm. like the electric guitar or, or multi track recording or something. Yeah. And I mean, even uh, what's his face? Uh, was it Chet Atkins or. Uh, that's or cool. Fender was doing uh, multi-track sampling mm-hmm. where he would uh, play the guitar, record it onto record, and then play the record while he's accompanying it. Wow. And he would do that up to like eight times and then record the record again of the rec- of the record and him playing. And I mean... That's a trip, man. I mean, that's fucking back in the, the 40s. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's a trip that he was doing that way back then. Oh, yeah. Now it's like you can just do it on the computer and boom, it's, it's done. No, no, I'm just kind of curious. Like, I mean, I guess probably NFTs is going to be the where the the big yeah. change in it because it's going to allow people to own their shit. Like, it won't be anybody owning masters anymore and signing contracts. Is like if you're fucking producing it yourself and you have a, a digital copy of it yeah. with a fucking a blockchain timestamp on it, mm-hmm. you're like, you can buy this and yeah. you can buy it and then you'll own it and be able to do it. But I'll still get a fucking a piece. I don't yeah. know. It's it's just interesting to see where it's gonna put the freedom back. What in the, I, it makes you, I guess, the reason I bring it up because you have children. I know I want to get them making NFTs, copyright their face and shit. But I mean, they're obviously they listening. Buy it back for me when they turn eighteen. <laughs> uh, um, what song did you guys have at your wedding? What was your wedding song? Um, it depends on how you look at it. the first song that. Uh, oh my god. God damn it, Leah's gonna listen to this. Thanks, John. Um, oh, I got you. I feel like my grand, my grandpa played uh, something that we danced to first, but then we had live bands that like the That's main thing that I up. wanted about a, a wedding is like if we're gonna have a fucking wedding. It's gonna be a good like, when time. I was a when I was a kid, all the bands had fucking had bands. I think I said all the bands had bands, but all the all weddings, weddings had bands. Yes. And that was just a thing. It was yeah. like, and then all of a sudden, they started getting DJs, DJs, and they were always shitty. So the Elvis song would have been "Can't Help Falling in Love," I believe. Is what yours was? Would have been like, would be what we would say our song is. If yeah. I'm remembering the, it's an Elvis song. You guys, had... I could be wrong. Oh, we had a, a local uh, favorite King's Kiss play at our wedding. So that's yeah. a, an Elvis Kiss cover band. Yes. Where the band dresses up as Kiss, and the lead singer dresses up as Elvis. Yeah. 
And uh, that kind of just happened because uh, originally I wanted um, my neighbor's band to play, but they had already moved to Austin to try and make it. Um, uh. And they were in a band called... Uh, the Parish Festival, yeah, and I, yeah, and I really liked them. I don't like. I feel like I would like it regardless of whether I I knew them, but yeah. maybe I only liked it because it came across mm. because I know the I know the kid. Yeah. I was just gonna pay some fucking kids to to they would be happy to get the work. We but had, I, but still, it goes a long way because sometimes people can't even remember anything from the wedding as far as the music or anything goes because of a DJ. Yeah, you know when you have a band play, it's a whole other thing. And that's what's cool, you know. You can have a band play, you know. I mean, it's not, it's it's not wedding singer esque, but it's definitely uh, it was in that same realm, in my opinion. It was it was fun. It was a good time, and it wasn't like anything I've seen before. Start if you got a, a fire stick on a, it's either IMDb or Tubi or one of those free places there on the, the fire stick. You can watch who is Harry Nielsen and why is everybody talking about him, which is a reference to. Everybody talking, which was his big hit from the movie. Uh, uh-huh. uh, help Mid- me out here. With... Mid- Midnight. I'm walking here. Midnight Cowboy. Yeah. His um, only top ten hit he didn't actually sing though was uh, "Without You" by by Three Dog Night. Oh wow. Yeah, he wrote that. You've also probably heard Mariah Carey sing it. Yeah. Because it's a beautiful I can't song. Live if living is without you. Yeah. Is he your choice then for your? Like, I have my list of funeral songs. Like, do you have a song that you would want to be... Oh, back? my God. I, I want that I want that moment. I want people to, to stand yeah. over it. But then again, I don't want a funeral, and I don't want to have a gravesite, so it's yeah. hard to say. Well, I kind of am impartial to the Irish if, way of uh, funerals. Like, they where you have to all drink and, you know, say something and get fucked up. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't want anybody to stop and talk about me. Like, yeah, if you're going to be dead, why would it fucking matter? Yeah. Um, so, is, is it... Which, is it the one that you were just talking about then? The um... You're breaking my heart? Yeah. Yeah, no. Okay. Like, okay. It would be pretty nice for people to be crying and cursing me out. Fuck you. leaving them. <laughs> That's what he says, fuck you. Yep. Right. Yeah. What are you listening to? Like, like, what song do you have that seems stuck in your head now? You do that. Me and Cindy always do that. Like, well, what song's in your head now that you can't get out? Um, I don't know. Songs just pop in my head sometimes, but mostly I've been listening to... Uh, a lot of the bluegrass music so yeah um i guess the most recent stuff i've been listening to would be like sturgill simpson um yes. i've been listening to that new album uh juanita and dude oh yeah that's good i liked it, it i was good to yeah that. yeah yeah i like story songs yeah too. no i like how it's kind of like a it reminded like, me of redheaded stranger yeah it's like an like a, a story through the whole thing yes and apparently it's about his grandparents oh wow i did not know that you, you, you went further with it. I didn't even... I just listened to it. That was all. Um, do you have a favorite album? Your favorite oh, you song? know, maybe um, the, the Who by Numbers. It's a good one. That, I would... I mean, that one's still on my iPod. Yeah. Like, I don't always have Tommy on there, but yeah. I've always got the Who by Numbers on there. Who are so awesome, dude. Uh, that, that one line, uh, is it, uh, hand me my checkbook and I'll crawl off to die. Yeah. About growing up. Yeah. I don't know, I like that one. Mm, How many good. friends do you really got? Uh, that's a real one. Wow, that's, I'm going to have to pop that in later and listen to that again. It's right here on this uh, device right there. Yeah. Do, you have a, do you have it on record? I don't have it on record yet. Do you have a favorite rap song or uh, rap group? Is it Wu-Tang? Favorite rap group? 
Yeah. Uh, Mace Harlem World is fucking big up. Like, I don't know why. Yeah, wow. Pleasure. I We're fucking not love. expecting that. Oh, my God. I love Harlem World. Yeah. Harlem on the Rise. So he ain't trying to replace uh, Notorious. No, no, no. He became a preacher yeah. for a while, too. Yeah, that album's not very good. <laughs> and then he came back and tried to do, like, the gangster rap. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. He's just so fucking... Uh, Cute. I guess I'm gonna say he's cute. He's just fucking adorable. Yeah. I don't know why I liked him so much. Uh, favorite country uh, band, artist? The Highwaymen, probably. Just so that way I can uh, take an easy out. And not yeah, have to pick get between. four of the greatest. Right? Yeah, yeah. Not have to pick. Yeah. But ooh, Merle Haggard is fucking up there, man. Uh, Johnny yeah. Cash is obviously Johnny Cash. Yes. And I mean Willie Nelson, but it's like the fucking talking about saturating the market, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, and it's amazing that, you know, he's still doing his thing, you know, after, yeah. you know, I mean, it's not as easy and it's, his voice isn't what it used to be, but, you know what, try to take something away somebody loves, you know? Yeah. You know, I mean, fucking let him do what he wants, man. Yeah, fucking I mean, him, my know? dad loves that quote from him, like, when are you going to retire? He's like, retire from what? He's yeah. out there fucking uh, hanging out in uh, Hawaii shooting golf and smoking fucking reefers for his glaucoma. Yeah. I'm like... Sounds like a pretty rough life he fucking pointed yeah. out for himself. He has his own... He paid his dues, though. He, he did. He had a rough batch for a while. He partied hard for a while. He, But, you know, that's what I'm saying. He's one of the icons. Is anybody that you would like to see that you haven't seen yet live? Uh, this band uh, that I found through a podcast, uh, Mangchi, was not that far away from here one couple times. And I'm like... I don't know that I need to go to the warehouse district in Chicago to see a fucking underground Asian punk band. Like, these guys are fucking insane, and their audience is full of insane people or children. Yeah. And, and fame fuckers, so it's like, oh. Does anybody doesn't know, Mangchi is uh, the, art, the artist uh, David Cho. Yes. But it's also the comedian Bobby Lee's little brother and uh, Money Mark from uh, Beastie the Beastie Boys. And I forget what Heather Leather does. They, they're they pretty aggressive uh, punk music. And sometimes it's in Korean. Uh, uh-huh. I mean, obviously, Mangchi is Korean for hammer. Uh-huh. Which I, I mean, I'm, I'm telling everybody. So I mean, everybody knows that Mangchi is Korean for Hammer. It's not like I had to explain that to you oh, guys out there. Oh, Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I'd like to see him. I mean, I got to see uh, the the band I went to a couple days ago. I, uh, P- Pogi? Pogi or? Lafarge. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I, w- I would like to... Uh, I'd like to see Sturgill Simpson. Yes. So I'd say the, the Outlaw Music Festival I went to uh, in 2019... And I was hoping they were going to add shows to this year's. Yeah. And they probably will, but then... That lineup it, is it, it ain't that sick. lineup everywhere. And I know. That, that was the lineup that they had listed when I bought my tickets last time. I wanted yeah. to fucking... Like, to see fucking Margot Price, Sturgill Simpson, and Government Mule fucking jamming out with Willie Nelson. Yeah. I'm Sign like, me up. I'm like, just fucking take my money. That's what I love about it. That festival is a great lineup, and they're all. And I call that you know the true country that's out there. Well, yeah, but by the time I when I saw them, I would fucking say that there wasn't even any country music being played. The closest to being country music that got played was fucking Bob Weir. All the other, I mean, they were actual country bands that are signed to country labels. Yes. And that's the problem is that country music is always just like mm-hmm. forty years behind pop music. 
yeah. which is why we're getting rap in the country now, finally. Yeah. Well, as I said, there's no, like we were saying earlier, where music's going to go, like, there's no music that hasn't cross-pollinated into something else, I think, at this point, because that's what people think of now as far as, like, their niche, like, oh, how am I going to find a niche to, like, you know, not be like everybody else? Yeah, like the bluegrass death metal band, those black dudes from Chicago. Yeah. Can't think of what, gangster grass is what they call it. And there you go. Um, it wasn't my cup of tea. But still, it's, it's It you exists. Know, exactly. And, yeah. and I, I they saw have a following, it. They so have they, an audience. They're yeah. making money enough. If it came across my purview, I guess that doesn't mean they're making money. But I would assume they're making they, some they're money. They're getting some money, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're they're not living in a fucking in their car. Well, I do hope you enjoyed part two of my conversation with my cousin Samuel from the Funny Farm. Again, quite a bit of sarcasm in there, but he makes me laugh pretty hard because of that. So I hope you enjoyed it. If you would like to rate this podcast, please look below the podcast information on whatever platform you're using and feel free to rate me. Thank you for listening and I hope you all are doing well out there and do your best to take care of one another. Hi, this is Johnny. I'm your host and you are listening to Music Seeds. The music that made us.